listening to the Angela Henderson online show, episode 318. Hey there, you amazing human, and welcome to the Angela Henderson online business show, the podcast that is designed for female entrepreneurs who want to make more money in a way that is in alignment for them. If you're looking for practical advice, proven strategies, and expert insights to help you navigate the challenges of growing your business, then you've come to the right place. Welcome, my friend. I am your host, Angela Henderson, a proud Canadian living in beautiful Australia, and I'm a business coach, consultant, and strategist who has helped thousands of women around the world build successful businesses. Through solo episodes and interviews with successful business owners, industry experts, and thought leaders, you'll get insider insights into what it takes to succeed in today's digital age. Whether you're struggling to scale your business, looking for ways to boost your productivity, or seeking ways to overcome the challenges of being an entrepreneur, this show has everything you need to succeed and more. So subscribe, pop your headphones on, and get ready to creating the business and life you deserve today by allowing the Angela Henderson Online Business Show help you create a winning strategy, develop the right mindset, and build lasting wealth. Well, hey there, you amazing human, and welcome back to another awesome podcast episode with me, Ange, tuning in from Brisbane, Australia, talking to you today about quizzes. You see, quizzes have taken the digital landscape by storm, becoming an essential tool for businesses like yours looking to engage, scale, and stand out in their business niche. In this episode, I've brought on quiz expert Helen all the way from the UK to share her insights and real-world examples to unravel the mysteries behind why quizzes work, how they seamlessly fit into your business strategy, and the secrets to packing your quiz with awesomeness and viral potential. This is an epic must-listen-to podcast episode. But before we get started, have you purchased your seat to join me? and other amazing business owners next week on November 14th or November 16th to map out your 2024 strategy and goals. If you haven't bought your ticket and have been wanting to work with me, then what are you waiting for, my friend? This two-hour live strategy session is a pay-what-you-can session to be able to get my brains on your business. It's exactly what you need to understand how to create your goals and strategy for 2024, how to explore what the next steps you need to take that will make the biggest difference. It's your chance to review what's working in your business and what's not working in your business. After the two hours together, you'll walk away with your 2024 strategy completed and ready to rock and roll. To to secure your spot, head to AngelaHenderson.com.au. At the very top of the website page, click on the banner that says two-hour strategy and goal planning workshop. You don't want to miss this. And I can't wait to see you on either November 14th or 16th to my two-hour strategy and goal planning workshop. But for now, let's get into today's awesome episode. Hey, 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 welcome to the show, Helen. Hi, thanks so much for having me here. Oh my goodness, I'm super excited to have you here today because quizzes are a magical, magical, magical way for businesses to be able to increase their marketing, increase their visibility, increase their leads. But yet, even though I've seen this kind of marketing strategy increase over the years, I still find there's not a lot of people that are doing it. And so having you on the podcast today talking about scaling your business with the magic of quizzes is going to be absolutely phenomenal. So I'm so excited to have you here. Yeah, I'm so excited to be here. And it's um, it's it's one of those things, it's a tactic that works really well, but so few people know about it. So it's nice to be able to spread the word 
Oh goodness. Yes. And I'm like, we've never had anyone specifically talk about quizzes on the podcast. So when you reached out, I think it was, I was like, oh my goodness. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Let's bring Helen on and let's get her knowledge. So I'm excited to have you here. But before we hop into the topic today, I always like to ask my guests a fun question so they can get to know, my audience can get to know you a little bit better. So my fun question to you is, are you team cat or are you team dog? Uh, Definitely team cat. I do love dogs. I love all animals, but yeah, we've got a little cat. What's her name? Uh, it's Isla. She's a, a Burmese. Oh my goodness, how sweet. And how long have you had her? Uh, it's her eighth birthday in a couple of weeks. So oh my goodness, just, oh, a while. Under eight years. Yeah, I know it's gone so quickly. <laughs> There's something so powerful about animals. I really feel like they're a really great grounding tool for us in many ways and that there's just something so therapeutic. We've got a British bulldog named Grateful. And um, oh. like, there's just something about her, like when she snuggles up with you, like even if you're having a bad day, you can start to feel your body just release and kind of go calm, you know? So there's something yes. magical about animals. So I'm glad that you've got your little cute cat who's turning eight soon. Now, the listener out there today might be like, who is this chick? I don't really know her. You know, I don't know anything about quizzes. Why should I listen to her? So I would love for you to share with us a little bit about your, like, what do you do for businesses? In a simple nutshell, tell us about your business. Yeah, absolutely. So my main focus is really helping um, helping you to connect with your potential clients in a way that feels uh, really good to you, um, opens up a genuine um, connection with them, and then automatically leads to you know better conversions, more sales. Um, I was finding, and I do that all through through quizzes um, and quiz funnels. Uh, the, for me, the real reason I do it is I was finding, you know, I've been in entrepreneurship and strategy for sort of about 15 years, and I was finding so many people are just incredible at what they do. Um, and their, you know, their products are amazing, their services are amazing. But they were so close to giving up their business because just not enough people knew about them. You know, yes. it, was, it was down to mass. It was a numbers thing. And that kind of broke my heart slightly. So I really looked at what is the most efficient um, and fun way to increase your visibility, increase your email list um, and increase your you know results from your next launch. And for me, that was that was quizzes. Listen, there's something there that I want to talk about. And you said it comes down to maths, right? And this is where we all have a business. We all are emotionally attached to our business. We all love it. But if you remove the ego, if you remove the emotion, it's simply a numbers game, right? Data doesn't lie. And in order for us to be able to be in this long term, you just need more. The reality of it is if you have a good product, I say this all the time. If you have a good product, it's a numbers game. If your product is shit, it probably looks like shit, smells like shit, and tastes like shit. It's not not a numbers problem because we can add thousands of people to your product, but people still won't buy because it's shit. So there's two kinds of things, a product problem or a numbers problem. But most times, people's products are pretty good. They're pretty solid. Just not enough people, like you said, know about it. But because our emotion is there our ego is there and our subconscious plays in people are like they kind of start to self-sabotage but I just love that you've taken the emotion out of it and just like it's down to mass and that's exactly right not enough people top a funnel you will not make as much money as you want yeah definitely and I think people shy away from the numbers side of the business Mm. um but actually if you you know with a few simple um stats that you track on a weekly basis you can start to see a pattern like the story the numbers will tell you a story so let's let's record them and let's understand what that story is and then let's make some changes to your business based on what they're telling us 
Love it. Now, scaling your business with the magic of quizzes is our hot topic today. And I know that you help entrepreneurs to fill their emails list with buyers and not ghosters using the power of quizzes. But to start, I always like to keep shit simple around here because when we overcomplicate things and we use jargon, we lose people. And when you confuse people, you lose people. And I don't want to do that with the podcast. So I don't want to assume that everyone out there knows what a quiz is. I would almost want to bet that everyone should. But just in case they don't, Helen, just define really simply what a quiz is. Absolutely. It'll be what you think it is. It's one of those, you know, you've taken a quiz in a magazine, you've done one online, you know, what is, you know, what uh, Harry Potter house are you in? It's literally very simple. You get asked a series of usually between about five and 10 questions. um, And based on your answers, you will be put into one of, you know, a few different buckets. So, Mm. you know, your Hufflepuff, your Gryffindor, you know, your whichever house, and they will then give you some results based on on those answers. Perfect. I love it. Like I said, I would assume most people, I mean, we took quizzes in school, right? We took tests. It's pretty much the same thing. Now, I said earlier on, but I'm going to say it again. Quizzes have become such a popular and effective marketing tool over the recent years. Why do you think that is? Yeah, I think there's been a definite shift towards um, away from that kind of loud kind of Uh, in your face kind of marketing and the emphasis is thank goodness moving more towards uh, building a relationship with your audience and quizzes are the absolute best way to do that Um, so it's it suits um, the audience you know they enjoy taking them it suits uh, businesses because they're much more effective than like your kind of standard what I call like a static freebie like an ebook um you know, a newsletter, a PDF kind of thing. So yeah, they really, um, they engage your audience, they keep them um, entertained, they keep them actually, you know, moving through uh, the questions, and they are willingly giving you data about themselves, which, uh, given all the changes that we made to, um, you know, data privacy and all those kind of uh, things, you know, that is that is huge in the online world nowadays. Now, one of the things that, that I'm going to play some of the data that I've heard, and then obviously I run quizzes too. I'm all about a good quiz, all right? My question though is, is people enjoy taking quizzes? There's something about it that people love hearing themselves talk too, right? So it's like there's something about they like, they're intrigued about, because it's about them, right? It's them, 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 them. But just because they like taking quizzes, does it mean that they convert? Because I've seen a lot of people, quote unquote, start quizzes for their business, but then cry devil's at like, wolf, whoa, that's not working for me, right? So mm-hmm. my first question is, is just because they enjoy taking it, does it mean they convert? Or does that depend on post funnel? Yeah, there's... On the surface, quizzes look really easy. Um, we're just writing 10 questions and 10 answers, but actually there's a there's a lot of strategy that goes into it. And a quiz forms part of what I call kind of your customer journey through your business. And we need to plot that journey. We need to slot the quiz in um, seamlessly, and we need to make sure that that whole funnel makes sense. Otherwise, it won't convert. You'll get people bouncing out at various different stages. Um, so there is a lot of kind of work that goes in behind the scenes to make a quiz, you know, to kind of elevate it from, you know, something that's fun to do to something that actually converts and makes you money at the end of the day. Um, mm-hmm. So, 
Yeah, they are set up to work really well. You know, they play to our human nature. You know, our attention spans are at the shortest they've ever been. So interactive content where people are answering questions, they're making little micro commitments every time they answer a question will keep their attention and actually get them through to the end result, that end call to action, which is what we we need. Um, I think Buzz Sumo says about 82% of people will finish a quiz that they actually start, mm-hmm. um, which is huge. You know, that, that kind of um, engagement is, is unheard of normally with a normal freebie. Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like to, you definitely need to kind of put it into a, a kind of an overall funnel. Um, and that's what I do a lot of work with my clients on is actually, we don't always talk about quizzes for the first session is looking at <laughs> what is that flow through your business? Um, does it make sense? Are you asking them to take too big a step at any point? Yep. Because again, we don't want to um, overwhelm them also. We don't want yeah. to, we want to keep the flow happening. Now, can you share with us some of the key benefits you've seen over the years of creating quizzes as part of someone's doing overall business strategy? Like, yeah, what are some of those key benefits, you know, to mm-hmm. engage with yeah. and interact with that audience? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we've kind of covered a few already. You know, it really relies on um, a better type of marketing in my in my view. So it's about positive marketing. We are getting them to opt in and engage with you at that at that first engagement. It's coming from a place of, of positivity because quizzes generally they're, they're positive. Um, so we're doing it from a place of helping them to feel empowered rather than scare marketing, which is based on fear. Um, mm-hmm. So it's the same outcome. They're going to give you their email address, but it's a very different energy. You know, we, I, th- I feel like as marketers, we have a responsibility to, um, you know, make sure people are feeling good about themselves. We don't want to hammer home on those pain points. You know, we want just about the enough um, of kind of the as is situation so that they they know that you're talking to them. But we want to make the rest of it very very positive so that's one reason you know it works really well mm-hmm. we've kind of touched on the fact it's interactive um and it's you know static uh it also helped not static sorry and uh it really helps you to understand your audience from day one so this is crucial it's, it's kind of continual market research mm. um you will understand at a deeper level where they're at what they need what they want um and then based on that you can then implement personalized marketing in your business um mm which is huge. And this is what, you know, Netflix does. You've just finished binge watching a a series and suddenly there's another five lined up there. (laughs) Yes. Uh, And you're like, how did you know that? Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's personalized marketing, you know, so rather than shouting from the rooftops, one message and hammering at home and hoping it talks to your audience, um, you're actually saying, you know what, I understand that my audience aren't all going to be the same person Mm. and actually they need to hear things in different ways. And so I'm going to do that based on my quiz results. So if you're selling, say you're selling, I don't know, a membership to um, with like emails, so like an email membership. So you get like a new template every week um, to write an email to your list. Actually, some people will, will want that because it saves them time. Some people will want that because they don't know where to start with email marketing. Some people don't trust their own voice with their emails. So you can market it based on, those individual factors um mm. which is is huge so then you know you increase your conversions you increase your sales kind of based on that um, mm. and i think one that you also said as well is that it kind of plays to our human nature you know we we are naturally curious as humans you know we want to grow we want to understand more about ourselves and um it's a you know a quizzes are a way to do that um 
I kind of I always like to think of it as sort of like a dating scenario almost. So um if you think about, you know, you're going on a first date, you walk into a restaurant, you see your date sitting there, and you take out a piece of paper, you pop it on the table, it's got maybe you know 10 facts about you. You put it down, you say, read that, I'll be back in a few days and I'll tell you some more information about myself. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of like your ebook, your PDF kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Or you walk into that first date, you sit down you know, you order a glass of wine and you start a conversation, you ask them some questions, you get their feedback, you hear what they're saying. And then you, you know, you, you move on from there and you you have a much more, um, you know, you have a better start to the relationship. Mm-hmm. So and a quiz is kind of that, that interactive sort of dating. I also think with quizzes, there's something about in adulthood, we forget to have fun and we forget to play. And we forget to be curious. And I've personally found with quizzes, it's like, no one can see me, what what answers I'm putting in. Do you know what I mean? There's a little Mm -hmm. bit of fun. There's a little bit of playfulness, right? And so I think there's something childlike in a good way, not like childish, but there's something childlike that brings up this fun because it is, it's interactive, right? It's almost like gamified. Um, And again, we get to, to learn a little bit more about us. That curiosity starts to come in. So I don't know. I think they're playful. I think it's fun. And I think people are missing that in their lives. And I also think that they talk about how do you, how do you become remarkable in business? How do you become memorable in business? And I believe a good quiz can position you like that. Um, a good quiz can hit emotional sides of people that you may never have thought of, or you may have gotten them thinking about something differently. And that's how you become memorable. And in a world where things are really, really noisy, I believe a good quiz can, again, position you and allow you to be like the, 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 stand, the standout. Attention, women in business, get ready to ignite your success and elevate your game. Join me for an exclusive three-day women in business conference from October 31st to November 2nd at the breathtaking Gold Coast, Australia. Designed exclusively for online business owners, service-based business owners, coaches, consultants, and course creators. What to expect at this amazing three-day women in business conference? Expect an immersive experience filled with fun, empowering keynote speakers, interactive workshops, networking opportunities with other successful business owners, gain valuable insights, forge meaningful connections, and leave inspired to take your business to new heights. 12 speakers have already been announced with five more speakers being announced shortly. We have Steph Taylor joining us, Anita Seek joining us, Lisa Cordiff joining us, and not to mention Manny from Sound Healing Australia, who will be there for the most magical sound healing experience ever. You do not want to miss the event of the year for women in business. To secure your ticket, head to AngelaHenderson.com.au today. Yeah, absolutely. Standing out amongst the online noise is is huge. Um, mm-hmm. So anything you can do to help with that is gonna is gonna progress your business. Mm-hmm. But on the other side, I'll also say a bad quiz can compromise your credibility and authority too. You can really like people can have been like, I've known about this person. This is really great, they've got a quiz, and then they go through, and if you leave a bad taste in their mouth, or you're sleazy, or whatever that is, it can bite you in the ass too, you know, so there is an etiquette, I find, with quizzes. Yeah, definitely, and it can make you seem out of touch, like, if they get a result that's completely not them, that, you know, it makes them feel like you don't understand them, Um, and so, yeah, it's a, not to scare people off, but definitely, uh, you got to get that balance right. Mm, yeah. So yeah. So I'm. Yeah. It's it's a balance. It's a dance. But so is anything in business, right? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. 
for the listener out there right now, they're like going, this sounds good. I want a little bit of playfulness. I want to get my audience engaged. I want to, you know, this sounds great. What type of businesses and industries can benefit the most from incorporating quizzes into their marketing efforts? Yeah, this is an answer that, you know, is kind of um, you're probably expecting, but it's pretty much everybody. Um, I've seen quizzes work in so many different fields, you know, from funeral directors to, um, you know, high end investment companies to products businesses. They work really well with products businesses. Um, you know, to to your coaches, to to everything, literally. Um, it's about the initial um understanding a market, understanding your own voice. And as soon as you've got that, you can create a quiz um for for any industry. Um, so yeah, it's uh it's kind of a if you go online and just kind of Google your industry name and quiz, you'll definitely see some come to you know come up on the internet and, and that'll give you some ideas. And I've seen even um I've seen like a tractor quiz, like yeah. there's these questions about, okay, what type of farming are you doing? What type of crop is it? For example, how often does the season come? Whatever it was, I can't remember all the exact questions, but at the end, it told you what machinery you needed most more than likely to help service, do you know what I mean? And keep your farm up to date. So listen, yeah, I think there's a variety of different quizzes, do you know what I mean? For almost any industry. Yeah. So again, I that's think- what I thought, but I'm like, you're the guru on this yeah. space. So I'm always like, I never want to assume maybe that has changed. Something's new. So that's why I wanted to ask. Yeah. And I think people quite often think, well, you know, it works great if your products are sort of medium to low end price, but actually it can work really well for high end pricing because if someone comes onto your website and the first step they need to take is going to be book a call with you because you're doing bespoke, you know, mm-hmm. quotations, you know, or it's, it needs a deeper conversation because um, it's a higher price point. Actually, that can be quite an intimidating step for a lot of people. You know, I don't know this person. You want me to get on a phone call and give up half an hour of my time, an hour of my time. Whereas if you put in a pre-step before that, if you put in a quiz and help them to start thinking about, um, you know, what they need to know in order to, you know, interact with you or to understand what service they need from you, actually that can make it so much easier to then book a call with you. Mm-hmm. And that's funny enough, we've just released last week at time of recording our brand new um, website. So there are pretty websites that I believe are look nice and there's conversional websites. This is like a making. It's very much conversional. It's a $26,000 website. Do you know what I mean? That we've had to think a lot of touch points and how we can help our people from the minute they land there. Yeah. Right. To the minute they buy. And that's what we found in the past. We used our discovery call as the first point. But we've now implemented, do you know what I mean? It's called our business growth score, where we look at the four major parts of business. They take 20 simple questions and we will then give them this scorecard that will break down those four major components of business and where their strengths are and where their weaknesses are. And then mm-hmm. we'll go to book a discovery call. And so again, this is something we're testing. I, I believe a lot in business comes down to testing and positioning and where things start and where things end for clients. So we'll give this the next year and then we'll look at our data based based on discovery call versus this first. But I totally agree that asking someone for sex right off the bat can be a little bit intimidating, right? Not everyone's ready, especially if they're cold audience and know nothing about you whatsoever. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, absolutely. I'll be really interested to see like the kind of the outcome of your testing as well. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it will yeah. be. Um, yeah. And we're also, you know, we're going to run. It's not just about keeping on our website. I also find in my past with working with clients and we ran a different quiz before is the cost per lead on Facebook is typically always less in my experience yeah, than any other much. type of lead magnet. So yeah, again, absolutely. we're, ex- we're excited to then cross look at the cost analysis for Facebook ads. And if just because it's costless doesn't mean it's going to convert more. So we've got to look at the cost plus conversion. So we're really excited to test it. And I'm just happy that we've got another thing to test. And but the quiz is so far, we've had people go through and they're like, this was super simple. It got straight to those four key areas and it helped us to identify two or three gaps that we weren't even thinking of. So again, not to say mine's prestige by all means, but again, I think you, you've really got to think about it. It's just not something you can just throw together. There's a method, like you said, to the madness. Now, yeah, definitely. And the, the leads thing is a really good point. You know, I've got a client at the moment who's getting leads to her quiz at 30 cents a lead, which yeah. is just on Facebook ads, which is so good. You know, quite- that's like the dreamland, isn't it? It's totally. uh, yeah. There's there's reasons behind it, but they're definitely cheaper leads as well. Mm-hmm. Now, what are some of the common mistakes that you've seen over the years that businesses make when trying to use quizzes as a growth tool, and how can they avoid them? Yeah, I think the first one, and this is kind of applicable to everything in business, is assuming that you know your audience and not actually talking to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you're creating a quiz, you really need to understand how your audience breaks down, what the different kind of characteristics are within your audience. So you can create a quiz that um, speaks to those things. So if you um, if you don't do the research at the start, then your results won't accurately reflect your audience. And so they won't feel connected to you and the results that they get. Mm-hmm. So you really want to be researching, you know, the language they use, what they truly feel and want rather than what they tell you they want. Yeah, <laughs> you kind yeah. of have to dig deep um, because, you know, the surface thing that you get told, the first answer is never really the real answer. Exactly. Um, so yeah, do that, do that research um, so you can understand uh, exactly how to position your quiz. So that's kind of the first thing. Um, I think the second thing I see is people quite often rush it. Uh, you know, we're in busy times. There's always you know, so many things on our to-do list, but you want to make sure you put time and energy into creating a quality quiz. This is, you know, it's, it's bigger than a PDF. I'm not going to, I'm not gonna lie about that. You know, it will take you longer, but the results will be so much better. So you want to make sure you give yourself time, um, you know, give yourself space to create a comprehensive quiz um, that really uh, integrates, you know, proper strategy behind it um, and has, you know, all your creativity and your energy in it. Um, I think the next thing I see is that uh, people quite often will create the quiz, but they'll put as a call to action, maybe, um, you know, book an hour's call with me. But actually, you've got to ask yourself, is that a a scalable call to action? You know, Mm -hmm. a quiz has potential to go viral. A quiz, you know, has potential. You know, I did a quiz for someone and they got 90 leads within an hour of actually Mm -hmm. launching that quiz. Um, And if you start scaling that up across, you know, days and months, that's a lot of leads. So what can you get them to do as a next step that is a scalable call to action? Um, Mm -hmm. So that might be like a mini course, it could be, um, you know, follow you on a social media, it might be listen to a podcast, um, you know, whatever it is. Uh, so yeah, that one I think is is quite important. Otherwise, you could very easily get overwhelmed. Um, the other thing which is slightly strange is people, uh, and this is kind of natural, you know, we, we dive straight into the fun part of anything, right? So we go straight to the questions, um, we go straight to kind of the creative bit. But actually, if you want to 
you got to kind of zoom out and look at your quiz as part of that overall customer journey, that overall funnel. So it has to fit and it has to make sense. So the way you do that is to, you know, you start at the end and you work backwards. Um, So your questions and your answers probably comes, you know, 75% into writing your quiz, you'll actually start writing your questions and answers. Uh, So it's always make sure that um, you start with the end in mind. Mm -hmm. I love it because again I think if you can just start to take on board some of these things that Helen's talking about in regards to mistakes it's like you don't have to go through the same thing right like you're already one step two steps three steps four steps quicker to being able to create a more efficient and effective quiz now one of the things that I also you mentioned there was about the pdf and it will take a little bit longer and I agree but regardless if you're doing a quiz a pdf a short video series, whatever it is, I'm still a believer around quality versus quantity. Mm-hmm. And I've seen really, really great PDFs that are like, I would easily have paid 200, 300 bucks for just like quality. They left me so excited to learn more from this person. They just, they left a good taste in my mouth. Then I've downloaded things that I'm like, my five-year-old could have done something better than this. Right. Yeah. And so I think the same with quizzes. You've got an opportunity to create something really, really quality, or you've got something, do you know what I mean? That's really just shit, right? Mm-hmm. So I don't know what your thoughts are about that, but it's like spend that little bit longer. And then I also hear people going like with PDFs, I don't want to give all my information away. Like this is like I've worked so hard for this. This is my like IP. I get it. But there's so much more that you know. And I think this is where scarcity mindset comes into play. You can never give too much information away. If you lead with value and lead with love, people will know that. They'll feel that. I mean, obviously, if you're giving them away your $12,000 program, probably not okay in a PDF. But you get what I'm saying? It's like like lead with love, lead with value. And they will want to stay and learn more from you. So Mm -hmm. again, whether or not it's a PDF, a mini course, um, a podcast listening series, or whether or not it's quiz, please always lead with love, value, and quality. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, some of that's obviously about making a good first impression. But I think some of that's also down to us as um business owners and marketers having that responsibility again you know I always want to consciously um I want to put out content that I feel good about and isn't just taking up space um Mm. you know it's about conscious content consumption which is very hard to say (laughs) totally and I I think in a world where you know I've talked on the podcast about decluttering what -hmm. are you consuming every day what are you reading what are you listening you know what are you you know what whatever it is watching right because that can skew your business very quickly too. So it's like, is this quality? Is this not? Is this 10xing my business or 2xing my business? Everything that you're doing should always be 10xing your business as far as I'm concerned. That's a whole other conversation for another day, but be mindful about what you're putting in and what other people are putting in because it will make a huge difference. Now, do you have any examples, maybe one really solid example of where quizzes have worked really well for one of your clients to give some context to the listener? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, I've worked with all sorts of different industries. I guess a recent example would be um, I work with a nutritionist uh, out in the US. So she was um, training to be a gluten, well, a a dietitian with a focus on um, gluten free and supporting people um, who had to medically go onto a gluten free gut diet. Mm -hmm. Um, And her long term goal was uh, she really wanted to launch a low cost membership um, for that. So, you know, something 
to provide, you know, recipes and support and stuff on a monthly basis. Um, and, you know, memberships, as we all know, is a, that's a volume game. You know, if you're mm-hmm. watching something at, you know, $20 a month, you need a lot of people in that membership to to kind of get the um, get the income that you need. Mm-hmm. And uh, she was starting from um, zero. So we basically we implemented a quiz that was all about um, your kind of uh your kind of cooking style and it, you know, it was fun and it was interactive um and that basically built her a list over you know four months she'd launched it so that when she actually launched her membership she wasn't launching to zero people. exactly that's that's the key thing so it wasn't just kind of like launching to crickets she had a list of people that she knew exactly um who they were and what they needed so one of the results categories was i'm a very quick you know, I've got 15 minutes to make a meal for the family. So she could then tailor the marketing message of her membership to say, in here, you'll find, um, you know, express recipes that you can cook uh, for the whole family, tried and tested, they'll love it. And it'll take you no more than 15 minutes. So that was her marketing message to that group. And then to the next group, um, who are all about, you know, trying out new things and different flavors. She tailored her marketing message to talk to that particular thing so she basically ended up with a launch that had sort of four different marketing messages for the same product um and had a much bigger launch based on that yep how good is that and that's the thing is like she i hear so many people create a course do this but i'm like well you can create a course but if you don't have anyone to launch the course to you're going to spend all this hours blood sweat and tears creating something that nobody's going to buy because there's nobody in your ecosystem to buy from right so what a magnificent way for this lady to be able to launch something with all these amazing humans that's awesome now how can people kind of take the first steps? I know you've got something really cool that I think is going to help people. And obviously the podcast we've shared about the benefits, we've talked about common mistakes to avoid. We've talked about what industries can do to mean have a quiz. We've talked about why they've become so popular. We've shared a little bit about how I'm using quizzes. You've shared examples about others, but I know you've got a really great resource. Do you want to share how people can, if they're really kind of wanting to get excited about the quizzes, what that next step is? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I've uh, developed a training. Um, so it's on demand. You can watch it whenever you need. Um, and it's all about how to add thousands of kind of quality, raring to buy leads to your list using a quiz um, without kind of getting bogged down in all the tech headaches mm. people get into and all the kind of without without those kind of pushy marketing tactics. So um, it's a one hour training. Uh, if you go to uh, freequizmasterclass.com, Uh, you'll be able to access it there. All right. Fantastic. And I think it's a great way. Like a lot of times people will be like, oh, I can do a quiz. I just have to do this. I just have to do this. But they don't understand the foundations. It's like when I started SEO, it's when I started to build a website. Go and take this masterclass to understand what you need in order for it to grow and be successful. Or you can just go and wing it, but don't bitch and moan when it actually fails. So really, if you're invested in the growth of your business, take the time to learn and go from there. Now, this has been absolutely brilliant because like I said, you're the first guest on here that's been talking about quizzes. Where else can, if they're like, meh, I don't really want to do a masterclass. I just want to jump straight to working with you. Where can people find you? Yeah, you just head straight to my website, which is uh, helenmunshi.com. So that's M-U-N-S-H-I.com. And on there, you've got information on, you know, quiz stuff, but also kind of the strategy work that I do around that quiz. Dude, I love it. Now, one final question before we wrap up, which is looking back on your business journey, what do you know now that you wish you knew when you first started out in business? Yeah, I think uh, for me, 
Uh, it's the decisions you make aren't the decisions you're going to live with for the entire duration of your business. You know, mm-hmm. at the start, you're like, I have to, you know, nail my niche and that's what I'm going to do for the next 20 years. Or I have to, you know, decide who my audience is and that's who I'm, you know, working with for the next 20 years. It's not that at all. You, you make a decision, you see it through, you um, work on it for six months, a year, then you review, just like you're doing with your website. And then once you've got that, learn the lessons, make the changes, start the whole process again. So don't don't get bogged down or worried about this being the forever decision. Oh, goodness. I love it. Because again, adaptability is so key. Nothing's forever, right? Everything is always changing. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I know you're just waking up over on the other side of the world. And I'm just wrapping up over here in Australia. So thank you for making this time and space to be able to come on and share your wisdom with the quizzes. I love a good quiz. I think it's a really great way to start testing and looking at things differently and how you can get more leads in. And so make sure that you get connected with Helen, because it's going to be absolutely game changer for you and your business. Now, for you, you amazing human, no matter where you are in the world, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And don't forget to join us next episode for another cool learning at the Angela Henderson Online Business Show. But for now, have a beautiful day and I look forward to staying connected. And thanks again. Thanks for listening to the Angela Henderson Online Business Show, www.angelahenderson.com.au.